So this Jezebel has come in in Halley's Bible Handbook, H-A-L-L-E-Y, says about the ancient city and this Jezebel, Thalteru was a center of commerce and the records preserve references to more trade guilds than those listed in any other Asian city. Necessity for guild membership in a trading community must have strengthened the temptation to compromise. Thus it was appropriate to find a woman named after Jezebel, the princess who married Ahab and, and uh, sealed his uh, trading partnership with the Phoenicians leading a party of compromise in the Thyration church. Thyration, Thyration, Thyration. I would still want to say it. Thyration. Before you say, I couldn't be misled like that. Idol worship was in mainstream culture. Our mainstream culture is not mainstream for Christianity. If I, you know... I think it's kind of ironic for me anyhow that when the great star Whoopi Goldberg exactly commented about the uh, intern camps, the Jewish, I believe is what she said. And they suspended her for two weeks with pay. And, and all the liberals who believe in this cancel culture junk Start saying, this cancel culture's terrible. She didn't deserve that. But if I say every life matter, <laughs> stream out by my thumbs, Joe. The hypocrisy of our mainstream in America today is sickening. But you see, back then, you were weird. You were weird if you didn't do what the mainstream did. <laughs> All the guilds had patron guys and members were expected to take part in that worship. But, but, but you know, this is a church, right? I mean, how, how could Christians take part of what's the exact opposite of what we believe in? Heathen Ben and I are walking down the road together. We walk by the statue of Apollo and Ben says, Praise be to Apollo, and he throws a big slab of meat or some kind of huge offering. And I just keep walking, and says, aren't you going to do anything? What do I say? No, I'm a Christian. I only worship the one true God. Ben's going to go tell everybody in our guild, and I'm going to be expelled. No, to save my behind, I throw a little piece of meat on there. And immediately I am compromising. Immediately I compromise. Gnosticism was sweeping the land. And Gnosticism is the word, where we get the word knowledge from. It's kind of like today, isn't it? Well, once I became more educated, I stopped following Christ. Oh. Ain't you smart? Enlightened. That's what it is. I'm enlightened. No, you're in darkened, brother. See, their higher knowledge is higher than the Scriptures. We don't need the Scriptures. We know how to live. It taught that matter was evil and spirit was good. So anything that's physically, you know, happens is evil, but your spirit's good. So you can go out and do all these sins as long as your heart was good. 
How can you sin and have a good heart? Somebody help me with that, because I am not enlightened. Amen? <laughs> you see, because of that false belief, the, there are people who would, who would profess Jesus as Lord and Savior and then live as they pleased. I can think of denominations like that today, can't you? Well, I saved when I was 10 years old. You've been a drunk for 50 years, brother. You're an adulterer. You're a fornicator. <sighs> well, I just give as I feel led to. Oh, so you're a thief too. <clears throat> mm, they go to the guild parties and involve themselves in the false worships. False worship practices against Jesus. It's possible this woman was teaching Gnosticism, this Jezebel of that time. I mean, it lines up. She's misleading Christians in the church to worship idols and, and to practice sexual immorality. My friends, if you're being sexually immoral, you're going to hell. I'm sorry. Not sorry. A friend had the audacity to challenge what I believe in Christianity. And I had to shut him down. I had to shut him down. Very, very few people I know drink that have never been drunk. Very few people. So say it's okay to drink some is a sin. Says, don't, sure, it says don't be, don't be uh, drunk with wine, but be drunk with the Holy Spirit. And drinking a glass of wine, you might not get drunk. But what about the person next to you? I've told you all that a hundred times. Th those people that say, well, you know, if you go out and have a little fun, it's okay. No, it's not if you're having sex with somebody that's not your spouse. I don't care if you live together for 42 years. Unless you've had somebody say, before God and man, I pronounce you husband and wife, you're sinning. I don't like that preaching, Pastor. Sorry, not sorry. Everybody's doing it, Pastor. Yes, they are. And they're going to hell. Marty, if all your friends jumped off the bridge... Well, I did it, Mom. I'm sorry, okay? Now I don't have friends that are adulterers and idolaters. I choose the friends that can be in my life. Choose carefully. My man shared with me today, he chose. You made the right decision. You chose. Praise God. Praise God. You know, isn't it easy sometimes just say, sure. To, yeah, I mean, you want to help your friend. I don't mind doing that for you, brother. Bring it on over. That leads to this, that leads to this, that leads to this, and before you know it, your world is falling apart. It doesn't take that much to get off track. It really doesn't. Quit praying for about a week and a half. Quit reading the Scripture for about a week. Quit thinking good thoughts and think all the bad stuff. I was told one time, I, I'm not an empathetic pastor. I need to have more empathy for you all. I said, listen, I feel for you. 
I've suffered where you suffered, but don't expect me to comfort you in it. My job is to get you the heck out of it. If you want to go to church, let's say, oh, it's okay. Talk to you like Eeyore off the comic strips, you know. Robert, you'll be fine. No, you won't. You'll waller to death in that slime. I've been there. Got delivered from it. <laughs> mm. See, when she's teaching this false teaching, it results in a corrupt church. Jesus warned them. Physically, supernaturally, any kind of illness, Jesus warned them. He said in verse 23, I will strike her dead. I love Jesus. I'll pat her on the back and tell her to keep on doing it. I'm taking my people away. No, I'll kill her. Mm, mm, mm. You see, He's given us the grace. In verse 21, He said, I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, but she did not repent. And then verse 22 says, So I'll cast her on a bed of suffering, and I'll make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely unless they repent of their ways. They've been warned. That disease, that sickness, because you're immoral. Nine eleven. How did that happen, Pastor? We told him to get out of our schools, out of our lives, out of our government, out of everything we do, and then we expect God to protect us when someone's attacking us. It doesn't happen that way, church. That's not how God works. And when, when Jesus said, I'll strike her dead, that's, that's not talking about, uh, about her kids. It's the next generation of those believing her false teaching. I'll strike her children dead. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. But I still like God. I think He'll strike her dead too. Unless they repent, God will strike them dead. <laughs> What's the saying? I, I don't know if you ever heard it, but I've heard it more than once. He brought them into this world and He can take them out. Son, you don't need to try me. Okay, Dad. But I did anyhow. <laughs> you see, it makes things harsh. But these are Christ's teachings. These are what He says. And His teachings are a matter of life and death. Amen. Sin's serious, church. Amen. Sin kills. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death. How we, how we deal with sin determines whether we live or die. Somebody wanted to, to live with her grandmother, with her boyfriend, who she says they're married. Well, they didn't go before somebody who had the authority to pronounce them husband and wife, before God and people. And the grandmother said, you can live with me, but he can't. Y'all cannot cohabitate under my roof. How you handle sin is what makes a difference. But she's just being old Betty. Thank you. He's not, not being a young dummy. Amen. Mm, I've been both. <laughs> you 
You see, God has put a church in Thautera for a reason. He's put it there to reach a church or a people that are going to spend eternity in hell and give them a chance to spend eternity in heaven. See, we aren't the only church in Woodbury. We know that. But, but we also have the hope, as small as we are, as big as any other church that truly preaches the gospel, we have the hope of Christ that thousands of people in this area need. I mean, our, our draw is not just Cannon County. You know, it's difficult to get here from some other areas. But if you want to get to church, you're going to get to church. I don't know if you ever watched the, the pastor. I used to watch some uh, out in Watertown. Jesus is the answer ministries. And he said, Watertown's out of Nashville, but a church is alive. It's worth the drive. Anybody can go sit in a dead church. They'll never get convicted. Convict me, God. Convict me, Holy Spirit. Make me take heart and change. That's who we are in this community. Only Jesus can forgive sins and restore us to God. And only Jesus can save us from God's judgment at, this, at that time of death. The only hope is to repent and follow Jesus. It's a matter of life and death, friends. It's a matter of life and death. Jesus doesn't want to kill the members of the church. That's why He's warning them about what's going on. God is fair and good. He's just. He has integrity sometimes a week, not sometimes. He always has integrity that we don't have. He's not going to, to allow the eternal lives of people uh, of this city to be compromised or corrupted by the church. 1 Peter 4.17 says, For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. It's going to start here. And if you're not serving Him, you're going to be judged as someone who is not a Christian. You have to have Him as your Lord and Savior. Or better yet, as your Savior and Lord. See, there's still a little bit more in, 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 in verse 23. He said, I will strike her children. Then all the churches will know that I am He who searches the hearts and minds, and I will repay each of you according to your deeds. If God does nothing to the church of Thautera, then, then what's to keep the other churches from watering down the message? Teaching lies and falsehoods. That application applies today. I have known guys who preached the truth in church and faltered outside of the church. I don't know how to talk about that. I don't know how that pastor will be judged. I don't know what God's going to say to him. But I believe, as I believe with tithes and offerings, that you give it in the heart of Christ, then what they do with it is not your problem. So beware. If you go visit someplace else or you watch TV, trust, don't trust them. Test them like I ask you to test me in the Word of God. It's important for churches today. There's a church about two, two miles from our house that is a gay church. A what? Yeah, but, uh, we used to attend there, but don't anymore. 
Come on. Come on. There are churches I've heard, I've not seen one, but I've heard there are churches that, that actually serve food during the service. Can I tell you, if, if I preach so long, y'all need something to eat while I'm preaching, tell me and I'll go eat with you. That's just not, you know, that's just taken away from the value of the service. The meaning of church. I am all over the place today. <laughs> we cannot be deceived. We must hold to the eternal hope of Christ. And know that when these people come to us, that we need to tell them this is what God said. <laughs> Remember, it's a matter of life and death for someone. The world and the teachings of the world can, can sidetrack us from knowing and growing for Jesus. And when we're sidetracked, we will not get to the destination. Stuff of the world, sports, streaming TV shows, work 24-7, family, friends, fun. What's fun? As a man who eats too much, I have to confess this sin to my brothers and sisters. A great church cover dish is fun to me. Sitting with y'all talking and eating some good food. Now don't get me wrong, Lynn is learning how to cook Southern. She, she's, she, she's got a, a jar of bacon grease in the fridge when she's cooking my green beans. She gets a spoonful out and cooks my green beans. When we married, everything had no flavor. Them Yankees, they don't cook so good. <laughs> oh, Lord help me. My former boss got saved, went on a retreat called Trace Diaz, three days. And it has to do with the, the walk to Emmaus. And, uh, no, he went to the walk to Emmaus in the Methodist church, that's right. And his life was changed. He had season tickets to the Titans games. They started at 12. His church went from 11 to 12. You cannot go downtown, park, walk to the game, and be there on time if you leave church at 12. Second year in, he, gave, he started giving away seats every, every week to friends. Third year in, a friend called and said, hey, we're going out tomorrow night. I want you all to go with us. I said, well, you know, we're going to be getting ready. I've got to teach Sunday school tomorrow. And da -da. The guy said, you sure are letting church get in the way of having fun. Church is fun to me. I love coming in here. I do. I love it when Robert rags me about UT football. I, I tolerate it when Kimberly does because of Alabama. See, I, I back on Robert, but you know. I love when, when y'all come to the office and say, hey, you got a minute? Yes, I do. And you tell me about what's going on and how you saw the light. When you say, I, I, I got a question. Most of you have my cell phone number. If you got a question about something you don't know, text me. I'll either tell you what it is or get you to the place where you can learn yourself. Now listen, I would rather you learn yourself. I'm not going to lie. I can tell you what I think. But what I think, and what, you, what I think and what you think, it doesn't really matter. It's what God says that really matters. Hmm. <laughs> 
What's the huge focus for us these days that gets us off the off sidetrack? Politics. <laughs> Politics is not a sin. In and of itself, it's not a sin. But when it, when it takes over our minds and our thoughts all the time, then we are falling away from Jesus. <laughs> he called us to the great commission and the great commandment. Church, it's, it's getting late. It's getting late. The signs are around us, just like we sang today. We need to be focused on Him more and on the missions He's given to us more. Jesus says in verses 24 and 25, But I say to you, the rest who are in Thautera, who do not hold this teaching, who have not known the deep things of Satan, as they call them, I can place no other burden on you. Nevertheless, what you have, hold firmly until I come. I, I don't know. I... I I've got to presume that the immorality is one of the deep teachings of Satan. Deep things of Satan. I don't know. I don't want to know. I probably live through it. But I don't want to know what he calls it now. Jesus said, hold on to what you have until I come. That's the first mention of his, of his second coming in, in, the, in the book of Revelation. You see, he's not really... there's. There's a, uh, a thought in the church that some people don't really understand. At the, at the time of the rapture, and I believe there will be a rapture of the church. I believe that we'll be snatched up, taken out, bottle rocketed, whatever you want to call it. But that is not the second coming of Christ. We'll hear the sound of the trumpet when Gabriel blows his horn. And in the twinkling of an eye, we'll be snatched up. <laughs> People want to say that's the second coming. It is not. The second coming, we'll be riding right behind him. And we'll be doing something and taking names. Those of you smile, I need to see you at the altar after prayer, after church. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 15, 52. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised and we will be changed. 1 Thessalonians 4, 17. After that, we who are still alive and are left to be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we will be with the Lord forever. That's not a little while. <laughs> Remember Revelation 1-7, there's a mention of, of, the coming, uh, of the coming of Jesus, but it says He will be seen by everyone at one time. That's not the rapture. Not everybody's going to see Jesus when that happens. We're going to get seen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Second comes when the whole earth sees Him at one time. Can you imagine? How can that happen? Can't see the moon at one time. Can't see the sun at one time. I don't know, Pastor. I don't know either. But I hope I'm gone before it happens. Yes. 
In this, book, in, this, in this passage of Scripture, He's coming for the church. The church won't be on earth at the second coming. Then verses 26 and 27 says, And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. And also, and I also have received from my Father. Oh, I'm sorry. He will rule with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like potter's vessels, as I also have received from my Father. Big plans for the future. Jesus has them. The physical kingdom on earth. And those who are His in faith will be given authority to rule. To rule with Him. Not to rule by ourselves. Because man always seems to mess it up, don't we? And when rebellion occurs, they will be in charge of dealing with it. The faithful of Thoutra are included. And, there, and then verse 28 says, I will also give Him the morning star. What's that? It's Jesus. In 22.16, He says, I, Jesus, have sent My angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. That's one of the things Satan tries to imitate Him as. But He can't be. There's only one bright and morning star. So it seems He's saying to those who are faithful that they will, they will be so close and so identified with Him he will be theirs just as they are His. What a wonderful thought. Then He finishes as He finishes the other letters. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Guys, these, these messages are challenging. They're supposed to be. Jesus wants us to be prepared. He wants His church. He wants you and me ready. Oh, He wants us to be serious about the call on our lives. I'm not a... Uh, um, oh. I'm not one of those things everything's predestined. What's that called? Calvinist. I'm not a Calvinist. They, they believe He calls and only those who are called can be saved. I believe anybody can be saved and the calling is upon our lives to be witnesses, to be servants, to be ministers of the gospel, to tell the world who He is. His judgment's coming. We need to get our house in order. We need to love Him, which is the great commandment. Love others, great commandment. And to demonstrate our love for Him by doing the great commission. It's a matter of life and death. What are you going to do with it? I can't tell you where the Scripture is, but I know it's in there. To he, to him who knows what to do and does not do it, to him that is sin. It's called the sin of omission. If you know you're supposed to tell people about Jesus and you don't, you're a sinner. Brother Marty, you said we're saints. Well, you are as long as you tell people. When you quit telling, you quit saying Hallelujah. Father, thank You for this time today together with other believers. Iron sharpening iron, God. And I thank You, Father, for Your Word. I thank You for the, for the sacrifice of Jesus. I thank You for the Holy Spirit. And I thank You for the air that we breathe, the sunshine on our face, and the rain that waters the world. I thank You, God, for, for, the, for the water that You give us to drink, for, God, everything that You do.
we are amazed. Lord, help us to be good stewards of what you've given to us. As we've received freely, let us give freely. To you be all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, as God's church, we said together, Amen. Have a great day, church. Go and tell somebody, let me tell you about my Jesus.